Hi, welcome to the Two with Ghosts podcast. I'm Taffreen slash Taffy, your ghost slash co-ghost, and Fuzzy is here also. Hi, I am here also. I am the co-ghost. Slash ghost. How are you? Slash ghost. I'm well. I'm I'm working on less than three hours of sleep today. <laughs> I don't know why. I can feel it. Can you though? I can feel I can. Can 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 you, you can tell I can tell exactly by how stilted your intro is. Oh. It's not that it's it's not that it's bad, it's that it sounds weird. And whenever it sounds weird I'm like Tav's having some some stuff. Some stuff's going on. Wow. You know me so well. Uh huh. Yeah. I'm so. fucking better by this point. How long have I known you again? Seven years? Yeah, seven years or some shit. Fucking who knows. Yeah. Something like that. How how old how old were you when I met you? I think I was 15. Fuck. Hang on. How old was I? 17? 18? I'm gonna assume 17. Yeah, I'm gonna assume 17. Because I don't think it's that big Cause of a gap Because if it's 18, us. that's a bit weird. Yeah. 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 Anyway, hi. Hi. How you doing? I'm well. What you been up to lately? Um, how's your, how's your bi-week? Well. Slash tri-week. Yeah, so... My uh, my trial week uh, has been well enough. Um, I've started mm. work again this week, so as you do, as I do, yeah, that's it's fun. Uh, the Monopoly game thing is on at the moment, so everyone's like upsetty spaghetti because I can't redeem more than two codes at a time. On McDonald's Monopoly, yeah, the McDonald's Monopoly, yeah, mm-hmm. it's fun, love it. I was wondering how long it would take before you confirmed to where you worked. Oh, well, here you go. What, the 12th, <laughs> 12th episode? Well done. So you, you avoided it for... I think it's 11. I don't know. Fuck it, we, we, we don't keep track of episodes here. That's effort. What the fuck is the tracking? What the fuck's tracking? We live in the moment, man. We live in the moment, man. Yeah, no. Um. So, yeah. So that's been fun. I got mm. a cool t-shirt, and uh, everyone else who works there is jealous of my hat because I was there last year, for last year's Monopoly, and we got mm. cool hats last year. Mine are mine. What a badass! Mine says "Game On" in big impact font letters, so it's it's pretty freaking good. It's one. Of it's like those. Uh, it's like those t-shirts that are like. I'm gaming, yeah. and you look like just enough XP to level up, so don't get in my way. <laughs> Those gamer, gamer girl, gamer boy, t- yeah, it's cringe that shit, enough that to be great. good, and like all that shit's so fucking good. All the kids and like all just all of them, they just want the fucking hat. They want it so bad. I'm like, nah, fuck off. It's so good. <laughs> it I is love such it. a good. No one else has it. Like, everyone else who worked there last year is basically gone. No one else has got it. I am mm-hmm. God. <laughs> so, yeah. It's, it's always... Mm-hmm. There you go. I was going to say, it's always weird to me how, how McDonald's does those promotions, because McDonald's is, like... Like, I don't get why a lot of these big companies do their, their promotions at different times of the year mm. in different places. Like, because the McDonald's Monopoly isn't going on here. It goes on at a different time of the year or whatever. Or or it just doesn't happen as regularly. Then again, we also have a larger prize pool because the U.S. is a lot of people. Yeah. Um, um, but, 
yeah it's weird because because um because ryan on the discord he was talking to me the other day and he was and he mentioned that he thought that the travis scott burger was a big fucking meme mm. he didn't know that there was an actual travis scott burger it's <laughs> just <laughs> wow which there is that's the travis scott meal is currently going that's pretty good not gonna lie it's lovely by the way um but yeah, no, I believe it mm. might be something to do with the fact that we hold, like, maybe it's just for us over in Australia, um, like, it starts to get busier towards the end of the year, because you've got uh-huh. you've got the Monopoly during, like, September through October sort of thing, and then mm-hmm. in November, you've got the, uh, the Macca's Day shit happening on, which is, like, the time when Macca's was, like, founded, TM, uh... Uh-huh. And I don't know how legal I can use that, but anyway, I'm just going to skip over it. Um, so, that's during... You can mention something without fucking... Whatever. Whatever. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So then, you've got... During November, you've got the Macca's Day, and then December is, like, building up to Christmas. And Christmas is meant to be the busiest day of the year for Mackie D's. But uh, last year it was kind of shit. Mm-hmm. I was bored as fuck is... last year. Oh, wait a second. Is Mackie D's something you actually call it? Yeah. Mackie That's D's. That's fucking weird. Mackers. That bothers me so much. Because they bothered. call it Mickey D's here, and every person I've ever heard call it Mickey D's. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mackie That's D's, fucking weird. Mackers. Okay. Yeah. I'll go welcome to Mackie D's. Okay. What can I get for you? Yeah, I just... Boy, my fucking way from gone. Welcome to Macca's. They don't like it when I do that, I don't think, but they don't care because I'm one of the best employees, um, so to speak. Uh-huh. I'm one of the best that haven't left mm-hmm. yet, and I don't think they're quite ready for me to go yet, which will be sad for them, but uh, it is what it is. So It is what it, it is. It is what it is. Yeah. So I'll probably stick mm-hmm. around for Monopoly or something. I don't know. It's it's up in the air at this point. But yeah, Christmas last year, boring as fuck. Like, I worked eight hours on Christmas. That shit was nasty. No one came in the drive-thru, Fuzzy. No one. There was no one in the store. No one, no one in the drive-thru. And we were, we were, like, there were so many people. So once everyone had finished cleaning and stocking everything up, there was nothing to do. So, like, half of us sat in the bloody crew room, just sitting down, waiting for something to happen, watching the security cameras, just kind of scrolling by. And then half of us are just messing around in the back. I was of that half, and uh, I just made paper planes out of the, like, two receipts that we had. And some of the cardboard that we had lying around. Yeah. It was epic. Big productivity. Big productivity. Yeah, um... Yeah, speaking about the... I, I remember that McDonald's also does a thing where in the U.S. I'm not sure if they do it over there, too, but they probably mm-hmm. do. Um, in the U.S., they uh, they time when they add the McChicken. Mm-hmm. Um, or, or, like, one of... It's not the McChicken. It's one of the... It's it's one of their, their things like that. Um, they, they only bring it around at certain times of the year to bolster the industry mm. um, that the meat comes from. So, like, so like for, let's say, for example, it's the McChicken thing. They'll only bring it towards, like, the end of the year when the poultry industry is, like, really dipping. Because they just, like, keep the industry alive, yeah. like, single-handedly with that one thing. And then that way they can 
they can like get noticed, better prices and shit I've and negotiate that or whatever. With some of the chicken items, like there's a particular chicken item that they bring about like during certain parts of the year, like yeah, yeah. But as of recently, there was mm. these chicken items that I thought were just gonna like fade, but they've kind of stayed around for a bit because everyone fucking loves them. Like the crispy chicken mm. lux, the crispy barbecue chicken, and the crispy spicy chicken. People like house. chicken. They really do be liking chicken, though. They really do be. People do be liking their fucking chicken. Yeah. I like chicken. Chicken's good. The the spicy clubhouse, I'd have to say, is the best value, so to speak, because it's a bigger bun, and you're getting a big burger. Um, mm. But all of them are good anyway. Like, you're getting, what, like a crispy chicken piece, not a big chicken patty. Uh... What mm. else? Tomato slice, cheese, aioli, and lettuce, I believe, as well. Which mm. is... Like, it's a simple burger, but it's it's pretty up there for how much is in it. Mm. I look at when people eat you it fucking, and... fucking... What? You, you fucking advertising for your, for no. your fucking company? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. I just remember... You fucking pawn. I just remember this <laughs> shit, because there's nothing else in my life. Big sad. Um, no, I just remember pointless shit. Big sad shit. hours. You know, Me too. You know how it is. As you do. As you um, do. Speaking of pointless shit that I, that I remember. Well, this one's kind of relevant because it's been coming up uh, before. Yeah. Speaking of the McDonald's Monopoly thing. Um, so what are your, like, what's your, your Powerball, like, shit there? Like, what, what, how much money do you get for when you win the Powerball there? Is it 40 um, mil? Yeah, like. Around there? The highest I've seen is 70 mil. That's the highest I've seen. I've, 70 mil? I That's think the there might have been a 100 mil at one point, but um, yeah, I can't remember. For certain. Yeah, the, uh, the, the, uh, the US, the US's Powerball shit is, um, pretty high. Yeah. Like the, the, the Powerball, Mega Millions, all that. One second, I'm gonna, I'm gonna look this up. Uh, yeah, so the highest Powerball, um, that is, that has ever happened, um, was for about $1.5 billion. What the fuck? And what, and the second was a Mega Millions, and that was, uh, $1.537 billion. Oh, fuck. So, yeah, because that scales the population. So, in the U.S., like, over there, it's like... Oh, you'll be able to get a nice house. You'll be able to hook up your family for with a, with some stuff, and you'll have money for like the next ten years, twenty years. But like here, it's like, oh, you could just buy your con. You could just buy your own country. <laughs> like it's basically that. It's a lot of fucking money. That is a lot of money. Um, I suppose they'd have to scale. Uh, it yeah. Be. Yeah, because it's all because it's all based around how much how much people are buying. Yeah, and there's just more consumers to buy in America. Yeah, there's more population. Um, Yeah, yeah. How much? Yeah, like how much? Like when you got that much fucking money, you can do whatever you want. I don't even know. Oh my god. Like, like I'd just love enough. I'd like a. I'd like enough money that I can just like. That I can just give to like I think we've been over this before. Yeah. Like just just give me enough money that I can just be like, I like that person, and then I and then I message them on on like uh, on Instagram or, or whatever the fuck, and I'm like, hey, what's your PayPal? <laughs> and then they're like, oh cool, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get a donation. That's nice. And then like they open up and then like they open it up and, and then they it's go like, fund me. You have been given plus. one million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> like you now need to call PayPal. 
and you need to try to explain why you now have a million dollars from a random stranger <laughs> in your PayPal, and I have to call PayPal and I have to be like, it's fine. Yeah, <laughs> just leave it. That's funny. Yeah, you'd be like, oh, <laughs> I think I great. forgot a zero. <laughs> Cause they, well, it's like, cause they, cause immediately anyone would be like, oh, obviously they're fucking, like, obviously they're, they're just like fucking with me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, obvi- like obviously they're, they just like, like it's a dumb it's kid, a they stole their parents' yeah. credit card, they fucking get, you know, that whatever, they're gonna charge this back and then I'm gonna be fucked and I'm gonna have to talk to people and it's gonna be this big fucking thing. But like, yeah, just give, just give people, like, I just want to be able to give people like a ton of, or like I message them and I'm like. Do you have a bank account? And they're like, yeah. And it's like, can I wire you some money? And it's like, why don't you just donate the fucking money to me? It's like, it, it, I can't. It's too, there's too much of it. <laughs> I want to be able to do that. I want to reach the point where I can do it. I want to be able to do that and I want to be able to buy houses for friends and yeah. do that whole fucking thing. I'll just... It just seems like a party. Like, I want to be able to get things out of the way, like the main goals, TM, and then, you know, help out buddies and pals and friends and pals, yeah. you know, just, you. Just, uh, just just get enough money to, to fully sustain my existence yeah. for, for, you know, the, the rest of my life, yeah, and then it's like, okay, everything else is extra. Everything, <laughs> everything else is I, extra. I need to get rid of it. What the fuck can I do? Like I have enough oh, money to person. do whatever I want in life. Yeah. And now everything is just I'm I'm now playing like new game new game plus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'd be pretty sweet. That's what I'd like to do. Yeah. Um. But yeah. I'll show you. Um, you know about like my cafe and sort of thing. Like yeah. Cafe. Yeah. The all the business ventures yeah. and and whatever. Yeah. It'd be it'd be nice to have enough money that like. You could you could just set up you know well one you'd have the the money to support setting up companies and two any company that you ever make that fails you can just be like oh that sucks and that's it yeah. <laughs> like you file it under an LLC under its own corporate whatever the fuck and then it's like cool you don't have to worry about it if it fails oh well I tried mm. and then that's the end of it you don't need to be like oh god the the amount oh this is going to incur so much loss to me oh no will i be able to to eat tomorrow like you don't have to do that yeah. oh no i'm going to be in debt no <laughs> you have enough money that you can just do whatever fuck you money yeah. i believe is the term fuck you money is just god tier shit fuck you money is good yeah. the i believe the entire point of that speech from that movie that i can't remember is for the entire point of fuck you money is that is that you're now working because you want to work. Mm. <laughs> it's optional. You ever have a boss that like you you ever get a job and like your boss is being really cunty to you? Fuck you, and then you leave. Okay. <laughs> I do that. It's I just great. feel like oh, I right, I'm leaving. See ya. What? No, you yeah, can't pretty, do that. Actually, I can. Fucking lit. I, I literally, I literally can. can. I'm literally leaving I'm, right now. I'm going. <laughs> I'm out the door. I'm gone. I'm, I've gone to another Fire me job. now, or I will quit. Okay. <laughs> but yeah. Thing is, though, you could the, ask uh... to be fired, and then you get benefit. Nuts. Yeah, but no one would ever fucking do that. Yeah. I mean, when you've got Good fuck bosses you... are cunts. Yeah. <laughs> when you get fuck you money, you can, you can like, make friends with random bosses. When you got fuck you money, you could be like, 
I don't know, man. Maybe maybe you could be on my advisory council for my blah, 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 blah. <laughs> maybe if you just... Money corrupts. Uh, what, what, what absolute power corrupts absolutely, I believe is yeah, the term. Something like that. Which is sad, but it's how it be. It is what it is. Allow me to corrupt the world. Fuck. I desire corruption. <laughs> You're just fucking crazy. That's what you are. You ghost. I uh, blame my mental illness. Don't worry uh, about it. You don't use just blame my mental illness. I'm gonna <laughs> hide. I'm gonna hide behind that so fucking hard. You're know, like, oh no, he could do Not to dodge responsibility, but just I'm gonna be like, like just any time anything happens, I'll be like, God damn it! But my brain, my brain, man. <laughs> I t- the shadow demons told me to do it. <laughs> Those jokes are so fucked, but I oh, I love it. Uh. Um, speaking of which, I was actually watching a, a video from uh, from Miskif, a very popular Twitch streamer. Mm. Uh, he made a video that's been blowing the fuck up on YouTube about uh, about his ADHD. Mm. Um, and and basically, he like for the first like, well for like several years of his life, uh, he he was taking like six years of his life, I believe, he was taking Adderall. Oh, yeah. Um, for his for his ADD ADHD, um, and he fucking hated it broadly speaking yeah like he was like it made him really it made him a very very concise person it made him uh very presentable it allowed him to get his grades up he was like he was able to do schooling at like a really good level and whatever but he he stopped eventually because he was like yeah it's just not me because mm. you know with those drugs those drugs change your brain the way it works and they make you a different person effectively yeah brain chemicals um, be brain chemically and the entire time I was watching that video, I was like holding on to my to my bottle of medication, and I was like, Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I'm a completely different person, but I do feel some very distinct changes. Yeah. If I ever get to the point where I where I legitimately look at myself and I'm like, I am not the same person, and it's fucking with me, then I will stop. Mm. Um, but you know, like, the shadow demons are worth inviting in. If they bring creativity with them. Yeah, true. <laughs> if you can finger paint with your shadow demons, <laughs> if you can fin- why wouldn't you let them in? <laughs> Quote Fuzzy 2020, September 18th. Put that on my gravestone. Yeah, if you can paint with shadow demons, let them in. Fucking... Yeah. They hold my paintbrush. They hold your, they hold your <laughs> fucking paintball. One of them's a canvas they stand. Pull, they hold everything. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. They're useful. They're your assistants. You're going to walk it like, like it's going to be Alt's house. You're going to walk into my room and I'm fucking, and I'm fucking drawing, uh, drawing, um, uh, Saturn eats his sons or whatever the fuck oh, the name of that painting that is. That one, yeah. <laughs> That's, yeah, that one. <laughs> Venus, Venus? I, can't, I can't remember. It's one of those. Pretty sure it's Saturn. <laughs> just this horrifying Saturn, yeah. yeah. Just this horrifying fucking amalgamation, and then I'm just like, look at what I painted. Oh, but like, that's great, <laughs> Fuzzy. That's nice. That's nice. Where are your meds? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, um, have you spoken with the doctor today? No. Why not? He's dead. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get you a new one, um, don't worry. <laughs> but either way, either way, um, 
but yeah, I I was watching that video and I was like, yeah, yeah, because 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 I know there's a lot of debate as to whether these medications actually do disrupt your mm. your like creativity and such. Right. But I think that I've always thought there's a lot of truth to that. Yeah, you know, because because like part of the problem why people's brains are fucky when they've got a mental illness is. You know, the, the creativity is a large part of that. Mm. A lot of people with fucked up brains make some pretty amazing things. Look up art from schizophrenics. Look yeah. up art from people with ADHD and ADD. Like, if if they're, like, it doesn't make you a good artist most of the time, but if you're, an art, if you're like, a decent artist and you get, like, a the horrific mental disorder, you're going to just be, like, incredible, off-the-wall, amazing painting. Mm. You're a suffering artist. You have a problem. You have a mental issue. Your abilities... But your abilities you are 100% enhanced by that, in my opinion. You subscribe to that extra creativity bonus. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but depressed and you just kind of feel sad, bro. Mm-hmm. The sad But yeah, um, Yeah. Uh, besides that, I haven't really been, been doing much. I've just kind of been... Um, uh, well, well, at the beginning um, of, the, of the prior week... I was um, enveloped in probably the the probably the the most unsavory, disgusting fucking thing on the internet at the moment, oh. and that would of course be cuties. Oh god! Um, and I was writing up stuff because I was like, because because the reality is that the way that this podcast works is that it's always released typically one to two weeks after it's recorded. Um, and to, to use the, the fucking drama, the, the drama term for it, the tea is cold. <laughs> um, it's not as relevant now by the time this is going to come out, but it, 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 you know, it needs to be said anyway. Uh, holy fucking shit. Why does that movie exist? I don't, I don't understand. It's so, it, every time I see it, like, even mentioned, I just, like, I hate it. Like, I, my blood boils. Like I'm you you oh. you boy your boy Fuzzy's probably gonna rant a bit yeah just a bit that's fine I'm just gonna um, be sitting here angrily jiggling my leg because I am angry TM about that angry. movie I fucking hate it I just yeah now its existence now I will add the disclaimer that I have not watched the movie and neither has Taff no. however. With that movie and the content that I have seen of that movie, because because Everyone's just because I have not seen it does it. not mean I have an idea of it. Because the reality is, is that I've seen way more than any person should see of that movie just in Twitter clips that were shared on the day that the movie released on Netflix. <gasps> um, and there's no, and it's like regardless of the context that you frame something, and there is no defense for certain egregious. Um, content, I, I guess. Um, so no, uh, so so to if if you think that if you think that seeing the thing is directly valuable to the um, to the person criticizing it, then do not listen to my opinion. Do not listen to Taft's opinion. That being said, I am not a movie reviewer. Yeah. I am not a movie critic. I am just a normal person who is really disturbed by what the movie is trying to do and what the movie is doing. Um, so I don't need to watch the movie to have a, a valid criticism, at least in my head. If I'm wrong, feel free to tell me, but that's my opinion of that. Um, 
so yeah, you you fine with getting into cuties? Yep, I've. Gonna, uh, yeah. Have you watched D'Angelo's video? I feel as though that covered a lot of. I have, I have, I have, I've watched multiple people's videos. Yeah. Um, that have watched it. People that I that I trust their their opinions and views and and my stuff is you know what I'm gonna say is gonna be partially based off things that they have said. It's gonna be partially based off the clips that I've seen of the movie. It's gonna be partially based on stuff about Hollywood and the, that industry, and whatever. Um. I'd also like to preface this with, uh, I, I tried to not say the conspiracy theory before because it's, it, it really doesn't help when you say it because the, well, to be honest, one part of it is that, uh, platforms like, you know, uh, Spotify and Anchor and whatever kind of crack down on the usage of the term, uh, like of the name of these conspiracy theories because mm-hmm. they don't want you spreading like shit from those conspiracy theories. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to say right now. Uh, this is not a QAnon fucking podcast. <laughs> um, I don't believe in the QAnon shit. I think a lot of the QAnon shit is ridiculous. That being said, QAnon cast a really wide net, and just about everything inside, like just about, uh, just about anything can fit inside of the QAnon conspiracy theories. I guess is the way to put it. Um, and there is a child exploitation. Uh, by, you know, by Hollywood, whatever, element to QAnon, mm. and I think there is some credence to that. I don't believe QAnon's version of it. QAnon is fucking crazy. Yeah. But I do believe separate of that conspiracy theory, uh, conspiracy theory, something's going on. Stuff is happening in the world, and that's, that shouldn't be surprising. Mm. Um, but yeah, I'm just gonna preface it with, with that. Um, so, uh, the I guess the first thing I like to mention is um, is kind of like an advert for another podcast. Uh, there's a podcast named Best Case Worst Case, um, and it is run by a former FBI profiler mm-hmm. named uh, Jim Clemente or Jim Clement. I'm not sure exactly which one. Sorry about that. Uh, and a former federal prosecutor, uh, Francie uh, Hawks Hakes Hawks H A K E S. I'm not good with names. Regardless. Yeah. Anyway, um, regardless, they they decided to um, they decided to do a video about cuties because it's a very uh, relevant. It's a it's a high yeah it's very relevant at the moment and a lot of people are talking about it. Um, and they go as far as to allege that the director is uh, that the director of that movie is clearly fond of underage dancers at, at least mm. um, and is uh, and should be investigated. Um, for child exploitation and ch- and distribution of childborn. Isn't that a thing? In now? case you're unaware, at the moment, like, uh, isn't there being consideration? Is she being investigated? Yeah. Uh, I I know there's definitely consideration about. It. I'm not sure if she's actually being investigated now or not. Mm. I'd be very un- surprised if she is. Now that being now that being said, these people are my buffer. I am not saying the director is sexually exploiting children and is se- and is sexually fond of young children. However, what I am saying is that their movie seems to imply that they are, and this other podcast does make claims about that. At least in my interpretation yeah. of it. So if you have a problem with that, then you can go to that. Um, uh, to, to back up a bit, Cuties is... From what I understand, the rough concept is that um, it follows the story of a of a of a girl um, trying to transcend the uh, the conservative boundaries set by her uh, by her her um, parents and such 
um, and in a, her attempts to do so ends up with uh, this group of uh, this this group of, of younger girls, um, like eleven year old girls, who are pr- uh, who are basically have a provocative dancing group, mm. um, and the director claims the moral of the story is that uh is that don't lose like don't lose yourself in in all this and that the exploitation of of children and children doing this stuff and being sexualized in this way is bad um that does not f- that is not how the movie feels yeah. the the clips that i've seen the shit that i've seen that's not what the that's not the message i'm seeing say what you're going to say I just, yeah, from what I've heard from it and what uh, what other people have said about it who have seen it um, for review purposes, it's, it's fucking bad. It's disgusting. I don't, I worry for those kids. I worry for what mm-hmm. they're going to go through in the future because of this exploitation. Um, I worry if they're mentally okay. That being said, apparently they've got a psychologist on hand throughout the entire process. I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, I genuinely worry for them because having yourself exposed in that manner at such a bloody young age, it's just, it sounds disgusting. I, I worry about their fucking parents. Mm. Like, what kind of parents do you have that allow to... Them. Like, what... That allowed for that type of activity. The thing is, I don't know if the parents like are maybe, fault. like maybe they were maybe they were just misinformed. Yeah. Maybe they didn't realize how bad it was going to be. Maybe they were in too deep. I don't know the situation. It's not the parents' fault at the end of the day. It is the the fault falls on the director primarily. And then Netflix um, for giving the fucking we, green light. Fuck. Uh. Yeah, and well, yeah, and Netflix for providing them a platform, because um, that's probably the some of the most disturbing like part of this that uh, that they just kind of they they just kind of got the full go ahead without like any intermediate like anything in the process. Mm-hmm. It, it almost feels like Netflix like so Cuties did well at the uh, at the. Um, Oh, what the fuck is the name of the film festival? It's somewhere in my notes. I'll talk about it mm. um, in a bit. Um, but it's it's weird that the movie just kind of like people liked it in that context, and then Netflix looked at it and it was like, "Yeah, this movie's fine. You have to put it up." But you can be fucking sure that it'd be way worse if that director, like, if this movie made it into theaters. That director probably would have been arrested by now if it was in theaters. Yeah, because all the fucking boomers would be seeing it. Um. Uh, the, th- the the yeah so I'm yeah I'm gonna try to stick to my notes here because yeah. I'm better with notes I guess because because this is a very emotional uh, type thing yeah it's um, very intense very so so the so all my notes here are from September 11th so bear that in mind some stuff might be out of date but it was true at the time and it's not gonna be far off uh, so the IMDb score of the movie at the time of uh, September 11th was 1.7 out of 10. Okay. Now, now a lot of those people are review bombing. So keep that in mind that this is not an accurate representation of the movie. This is an accurate representation of how people feel Mm. about the movie and its existence. Enough to review bomb it, basically. Enough to review bomb it. Yeah. Um, And yeah, I, I might be biased because 
you know, I think the I think the movie is sickening. Uh, but um, but you know, all the reviews that I've collected here are from September 11th, mm-hmm. uh, and if they've changed or removed the reviews since then, I don't know. Um, so the Metacritic score was uh, was uh, 68 based on 11 critic reviews um and and i believe that number went up after uh more critics started uh started like coming in on cuties um rotten tomatoes gave it 88 percent with 34 critics uh meanwhile the audience score was three percent based on 1047 user uh user ratings yeah um yeah yeah uh, the movie's sitting at like a so the movie was sitting at like a ninety based on what critics were saying. I- interpret that how you wish. Um, so uh, the raps Carlos uh, Aguilar. I, I I don't know these people's names for sure, and I don't really give a fuck mm. um, because 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 these people aren't very. Uh, I don't like these. I don't like these opinions. They're entitled to them, but I don't like them. Mm. Uh, so, uh, the raps Carlos, uh, Aguilar gave it a 90, uh, bolstered by an infectiously reckless, uh, joie de vivir. What the fuck? <laughs> and artfully handled hard-hitting truths. Cuties diffuses the impulse to dismiss it as just one more example of a trend. I don't know what the fuck he means. Yeah, <laughs> I don't either. Um, so that, that just yeah, confused so, me. Yeah. Um, Los Angeles Times, uh, these are the top reviews. Um, Los Angeles Times, Justin Chang gave it an 80. Society's rampant sexualization of pre-adolescent girls is one topic that Ducour, that is the, uh, the director, uh, subjects to tough critical scrutiny. She's made an empathetic and analytical movie, not an exploitative one. Tell that to the girls that are, like, to the, like, folk fucking 14 year old girls that you have showing their their fucking ass and shit uh we got the playlist uh andrew bundy who gave it a 75 and said uh its approach may not always work but the film is undeniably ambitious and implemented in an affecting ambitious way is fucking much fuck. i like i like and implemented in an, in a affecting way <laughs> yeah you know it's really effective child porn if you walked into an art gallery and there was fucking child porn, then you'd be very affected by yeah. that. You'd probably be fucking calling for, uh, calling for the police to get involved. I, I just, uh, I just don't fucking. I just. One one of the, one of the critics on Rotten Tomatoes, um, Monica Castillo from RogerEbert.com. With Cuties, Decor announces herself as a director with a keen visual style who's unafraid to explore these cultural and social tensions. What tension is there? There's... There's... There's no tension. To me, there shouldn't be tension on this issue. Um... uh, A top... uh, This was another top critic. I think this was from IMDB. Uh, From Bilge Ibiri... Uh, of New York Magazine slash Vulture. Uh, Cutie certainly deserves to be seen, but it's also a delicate work that strikes a very careful balance in its portrait of the world. The fuck? I am entitled to my own opinion as they are entitled to theirs. I... Um, fuck that. Fuck so Yeah, fuck that. I, okay, people can have opinions, 
But like, fuck, uh-huh. bro. I um. So now we're gonna 13. go into IMDb. They're 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 like fourteen portraying eleven year olds. They're literal children portraying children. They can't even consent yet. Um, it's... So we're just gonna move into IMDb's uh, content warnings. Because um, IMDb collects content warnings that's basically like, hey, if you want to watch this with your family, these are the things you're going to have to watch out for. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, here we uh, go. They do it for all movies as far as I'm aware. Let's, let, okay. Yeah, let's get into um, it. Can't wait. So let's go into sex and nudity. Um, uh, a little girl watches a female rap music video where scantily clad women role play through dance. Okay. That's, that's you know, yeah, normal, I guess. Exists. It's fine. Multiple yeah. movies have done Weird, that. but okay. Yep, uh, and here's another one. A pair of tight leather pants on an 11-year-old girl are forcefully pulled down in the midst of a scuffle with another girl. The camera glances at her exposed underwear. This is an 11-year-old. Or, correction, if a 13, 14-year-old portraying an 11-year-old doesn't make it better. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. You were saying? I just... Yeah. Isn't it a full shot? I've heard that apparently it's a... Oh, um, the wording that I have seen is that uh, um, in the heydays of 8chan, which 8chan has a, has a problem with child predators, uh, in the heydays of 8chan, um, they would remove it from from 8chan, and they would remove it for 4, uh, from 4chan. And 4chan says they're going to be removing s- shots from cuties mm-hmm. um, because there is certain th- images and certain uh, video portrayals in that movie that are not safe for like not safe for anyone. 4chan will not accept that content. 4chan will mm-hmm. ban that content. And 4chan's kind of bottom of the barrel. When you've got the bottom of the barrel going, nah, fuck that, you know. Yeah, when 4chan is telling you, you've gone too far, you have gone too far. Not you have Um, crossed the line. You've crossed the line, incinerated it, and you're just barreling down the road to hell. The line doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. You're just... It's... Um, Yeah. It's... Here, uh, here's here's one more in the sex and nudity category. 11-year-old girls dance suggestively in front of a live uh, adult audience. The girls repeatedly move their bums while standing and laying down. They slap themselves on their bums from the back and from the front. Uh, this is actually the video. I believe this is the final scene of the movie, or one of the final scenes of the movie. This is actually uh, one of the videos that I saw because the full 1 minute, 40 uh, second, 2 minute, 40 second clip or whatever was uploaded onto Twitter before being deleted uh, a few days later uh, because the person was like, oh, wait a second, I'm going to get fucking arrested for distributing child pornography yeah. for the, from, from fucking clipping this video from a movie. Oh, my fucking God. And they removed it. Um, but before they removed it, um, I saw it, and it's really, really, really fucking bad. Now, if the assessment is that, oh, well, the director is trying to portray this as a bad thing, and... You can have uh, it as, oh, like, this a... is, this is, they're trying, oh. the whole, they're trying to say it's wrong. Well, if they're trying to say it's wrong, then why does the camera zoom in? Mm. The camera zooms and lingers. The camera, like, the camera work in the movie is easily the worst offender, um, uh, and literally the... The 
You can use wide-angle shots and have it so it's only on the audience. Like, if someone wants to say it is a transformative criticism of of sexual of the sexualization of children, if someone wants to say that, I don't believe them, but I will see where they're coming from without the camera work. With the camera work in this movie, it is shot like a porn. It is fetishizing these children. I like I fully believe that. Mm. Um but yeah, I I I watched that that scene and it was like it was like the the train the the train crash type thing. Mm. Where like it happens and you can't fucking look away. And I saw it and I was like, I can't believe that this is something that's allowed to exist on the internet. I like someone needs to be stopping that. Like, if anything, I'd imagine Facebook or Twitter would have at least said something and be like, "Hey, no, no, we don't consider this acceptable." Yeah, this is banned from our platforms. Get fucked. But Netflix didn't do that. Facebook didn't yeah. do that. Twitter didn't do that. YouTube hasn't done that. Nobody's done this. It's just it's just fucked i don't um in the uh but moving on in the violence and gore category of uh of imdb um a couple fist uh, a couple fist fights break out among preteens with frantic camera work that doesn't show much in terms of actual blows uh another one uh this one's interesting amy is patted on the buttocks by a boy from her class children in the class brawl and then she sta- uh, stabs a pen in the boy's hand, but the injury is mild and no blood is shown. What? Okay, that okay. seems... Yeah, it seems unnecessarily hostile to be portraying these young children as having enough disdain that they're getting in fights where they're actually Stabbing. seeking to do damage yeah. in this way. And also it seems extremely inappropriate for them to be betraying it as if it's normal for a... 11-year-old. Uh, for an 11-year-old... Yeah, for 11-year-olds to be, like patting their their girlfriend on the butt and and then like them getting yeah, in a fight some, that that's doesn't high school maybe shit. that's now this is a french film maybe the french are like that <laughs> i'm fucking doubtful mm. i'm very doubtful maybe that's normal hasn't in france Fran- i don't hasn't know hasn't like someone in france been like what the fuck is this movie i'm pretty sure someone's... i think there's been many people i'd hope that most people in france would be like what yeah. the fuck is this movie um but but yeah so uh yeah continuing this one i thought was quite interesting um bullying behavior uh amy and an older school uh, school girl fight the older girls gang up on her pull her pants down to reveal underwear circulate photo and later amy pushes yasmin into water and watching her struggle until she reaches a buoy but not helping uh, so that would be a attempted murder scene of a of an uh, from an eleven year old and a uh, and a scene of them of of older girls pulling down an eleven year old's underwear uh, well pulling down her her pants to show her underwear and then circulating a photo among school uh, among the school. Mm. Okay. I. This I... is. I have a niece, you know. Mm. I've got. She's pretty young. She doesn't do this. 
I've got younger cousins. <laughs> She's never talked about it. I've got, you know, like family and stuff, and none of them would go up, like, um, fucking do this shit. Yeah. I, I get the criticism that uh, the younger generations are getting more sexually explicit. I will agree to that. I've definitely seen some of the fucking TikTok trends that my uh, my niece has tried to get into. Um, and that's just the whole new fucking area. But, um, but in terms of stuff like this, this is a whole new fucking ball field. Um, and, uh, and then a profanity section. A few scattered F-words mostly used by 11-year-olds. Some milder profanities. Shit, bitch, and whore. There's a couple instances of a slur used that invokes anger from another character, but the English subtitles don't show what it is. I think you can um, guess. N- nothing, nothing big. Yeah, little, nothing big there. You know, people like people are. I I've never seen the problem with saying fuck, cunt, bitch, slut, whatever the fuck. Like they're just words, um, and kids aren't being hurt by using them. They might bully each other. But kids are not being bullied at an industry level by, uh, by fully grown adults with those. So I'm okay with people saying the bad words. Um, oh look, there's a sex and nudity uh, section here as well. Oh, huh. I wonder why. I wonder what that's got. An 11 year old girl finds a uh, finds a condom on the ground outside and blows it up. The girl then puts it under her shirt to pretend it's a breast. No. The other girls scream and yell at her about how gross it is to touch the condom. When caught with, uh, here's another one. When caught with her cousin's phone, an 11-year-old girl locks herself in the bathroom, pulls down her pants, and snaps a picture of her private no. area before publishing it online. No nudity is actually shown. Um, so yes, it is also implying that these 11-year-old girls are, uh, are sending um, photos of their vaginas and such to two boys and the school and such once again these are 11 year olds or in the film are 11 year olds Mm -hmm. is there more please tell me there's not more there's not more in the disclaimer thank fuck that was but Yeah. Um, we will be moving on to uh, to my my problem with uh, uh, yeah, I, um, yeah. As I was saying, um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna move on to my theory as to why these people are like this. I don't think it's like Jeffrey Epstein mm. shit. I don't think they're they're from the fucking pedophile cabal. I don't think they. I don't think all these people from like these reputable review you know groups or whatever are just like, oh yeah, let's just. Let's just fucking give it a good score because, yeah. oh, yeah, sexualization of children, you yeah. know what? I think what's more likely is uh, I saw a video a few years ago um, which which made fun of this because it was talking about the pretentious artsy type people. Uh, and basically what it did was um, it portrayed this character who was pretentious and artsy and kind of goes down the rabbit hole of being artsy. Mm. Um, and over the course of this, of this multiple, you know, 10-minute long video or whatever, eventually they get so fucking... Uh, down the depths that they're like I only like the most avant-garde transcendent provocative art because the most provocative art is the art that you're not allowed to see because the entire point of art depending on who you are is to uh, is to elicit an emotional response reaction in the other person 
That being said, if you were to go by this uh, by this description, the most provocative art possible is child porn, yeah. is gore, is is genocide porn. Like, it's things that are not allowed in society because we have come to an agreement that those things are unacceptable, exploitative, and cause problems. Um, yeah, it's, it's the idea of this, uh, uh, it's the idea of, oh, well, this art is so transcendent that it, it, it's breaking the barriers because it's talking about the thing that we all are thinking but none of us want to say. No. Um, yeah, I know, right? And, and I think I'm these, an artist, these dipshits... <laughs> I'm a little pretentious. No. Yeah. Fucking. Yeah. That's that's not what art is fucking about. It's about seeing something and appreciating the beauty it has to offer. It's not about. It is about eliciting a response, but it's not fucking about watching some fucking child porn or some shit. The fuck is wrong with people? But yeah, I th- I think I think that's what these critics uh, think. I think I think they think that that this is some transcendent piece of art uh and they're holding it in this high esteem because it's doing it's it's so provocative and it's, it's do, saying all these things that everyone was already i i think it's a bunch of disenfranchised people mm. that are that are in their own bubble um you know the people that make one hundred and thirty thousand dollars a year working for a mainstream media outlet and have never fucking talked to a person that that has, that's in the poverty fucking that's in the that, that lives normally you know, in the po- below the poverty yeah. rate, yeah, or someone that lives normally. Um, I think these people are like, well, you know, it's just everyone was thinking it, and they think that because they don't fucking talk to people. They're weirdos. They're 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 social outcasts, and they don't they, realize like yeah. other people don't agree with you, man. This is you. It's just you, bro. Nobody else. Um, and a good example of this is there's a reviewer, and I'm gonna mention a few YouTubers that have mentioned this uh, reviewer at the end here, but. Uh, there's a reviewer um, who's actually uh, made a few videos about cuties oh, uh, and has defended I've... himself on a yeah, podcast. Yep. Yeah. Um, uh, this man is a pedophile. Um, that's not my. That's not my statement. Uh, I'm. I'm saying his statements qualify as the definition of pedophilia. He's sexually attracted to younger um, children, um, but he doesn't realize it. Uh, I guess is the term. Um, he maybe he does by now, but he made his review and he's like, you know, the, the and he's got like a twenty one minute video, but at one point he utters the phrase like, you know, the movie wants you to think these kids are hot. And maybe the movie does, but it's weird that he would say it like that and then he elaborates and he later elaborated on a podcast defending his statements like, Well, yeah, it's you know, people like the average guy is sexually enticed, sexually attracted to this kind of thing. And that's what the the movie's trying to prey upon to try to il- to try illustrate problems with you and and people and society. No. And it's like, no, man. Like I, per- Fuzzy does not think it's me, Fuzzy. I don't think pedophiles should get the bullet because I've been seeing a lot of that on social media. Um, I think that it is a mental illness, and it needs to be treated like one. It needs to be treated with therapy. With medication if we can ever figure that shit out it needs to like people need to be you know um, helps we need so these to people to be at the f- we need these people to be at the forefront of society so they can receive help because they they do need help um but the idea that someone is just like 
blindly like just believe you know just believes in all these things and is like what doesn't everyone think this and just doesn't um, realize it. it's just so fucking crazy to that me. does put a little um, bit of credit to your theory like that you thinking mm-hmm. that it could be a mental illness like because a lot of people believe things that just happen and they just believe it's normal it's like oh you guys don't like have trouble breathing after something stressful happens, you don't have trouble remembering where you are. That's so weird. Wait a second, you. Wait a second, you guys. When when you actually have no noise in your background, you actually hear nothing. You don't hear like a whirring noise or like some noise that makes you anxious. Yeah, it's it it's the these these pedophiles are are in this camp of uh, of of not realizing that they're pedophiles and. If anything, I hope that it makes it abundantly obvious to them. I hope Cuties makes it obvious to those people. Hey, maybe I have a problem. Mm. Um, if there's any positive side of it that I can hope for, it's that. Because um, yeah, it's fucked. I, I'm, I'm not. I'm not a fan people of this. But yeah, this guy he talks about. He he talks about yeah he talks about like oh if it was if there was a robot grinding on you, um, that looked exactly like these eleven year old girls and and it's like. No, dude, if there's anyone that would be sexually enticed by that, it's because something is grinding on their dick. It's not because it looks like an 11-year-old girl. Mm. <laughs> he also makes a statement. He, I'm not going to I'm not gonna say his entire statement because it's pretty long and drawn out and it's over several minutes. He also talks about girls in bathing suits at one point and says, like, well, if you see a kid in a bathing suit, then of course you're going to be, like, attracted to that or whatever. And he says that casually. It's like, no, no, no this is just you, man. Just, I, I don't know yeah. how else to say that. It's just you. And it sucks. Because I know that that guy is probably having a really fucking rough time and the rest of his life is going to be hard. Because he's basically just committed suicide on the internet for by doing that. Um, but yeah. It's just you. It's just, it's just you. Um, another thing I wanted to touch on was this podcast might run a little long. Just, just a little bit. Just a little bit. Um, another thing I wanted to touch on is that, uh, you know, according to that podcast that I mentioned earlier, case by case, uh, you know, best case, worst case, they do believe this qualifies as child porn. Um, and, uh, child pornography under federal law, uh, at least this is the, in the U.S., is defined as any visual depiction of sexually explicit conduct involving a minor or someone under the age of 18, which means that not only do the characters qualify as this category but also the actors mm. playing them are also in this category uh yeah conduct conduct involving a minor uh, under the uh, someone under the uh, 18 years of age visual depictions include photographs videos digital or computer generated images indistinguishable from an actual minor and images created adapted or modified but appear to depict an identifiable actual minor underdeveloped film underdeveloped videotape and electronically stored data that can be uh, converted into visual image of child pornography are also deemed illegal visual depictions under federal law. Uh, the United States Court of Appeals for the Second Circuit has held that images created by superimposing the face of a child on uh, sexually explicit um, photographs of legal adults is not protected speech on the first um, under the First Amendment. Blah blah blah. blah. The, the the TLDR is that child pornography there is illegal. sufficient. There is sufficient reason to believe that this movie qual- uh, qualifies as child pornography, um, because of the because of the salacious and uh, provocative and provocative uh, <laughs> way that the camera work 
um, focuses on the crotch regions, the butt regions, um, and, and like on the sexual elements of the girls um, when they're dancing and when they're just acting in, in normal ways. The way that the camera glances at underwear shots, the way that the the way that the girls are 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 made to twerk into the camera, and then the camera like zooms in and out like it's a fucking Brazilian porn. Um, yeah. Th those are all elements that contribute to it being, uh, that contribute to, uh, people saying that, yeah, this, this would qualify as, um, as child porn. Um, now, though legally, the director can't be held legally liable for these violations because they're French, and, you know, obviously U.S. law doesn't impact them, mm. um, that does not excuse the objectionable content they produce, and I imagine French laws are very similar to U.S. laws in the child exploitation category. Um, and also, um, that wouldn't still mean that Netflix is, uh, that Netflix is responsible for doing something wrong here. And I'd like to point out that if Netflix is found guilty of do of this, you know, and this is deemed child pornography mm. and this is considered a distribution of child porn, that would mean that Netflix would have someone in Netflix is going to jail for like 10 to 20 years. For allowing at, it. Like minimum. Yeah. For allowing this to go through. Yeah. Or um, got jailed and fucking fired for life. Mm. Um, now the uh, the director uh, Miyamuna uh, Dekor. Uh, I don't I don't know if that's the correct way to pronounce her name, and I don't fucking care because I think she's uh, I think she's taking advantage of these children and uh, exploiting them. Um, she uh, it is worth noting that she did win a directing a dramatic directing award from the sundance film festival that was the festival i was referring to earlier um this movie killed it at the sundance film festival i am unsure as to why that is but for whatever reason it apparently did very well at the Sundance Film Festival. Like are we watching now, the same film, people? My goodness. Yeah, I know, right? It, maybe it was a different kind. Yeah. Um, now, now the Sundance Sundance is the largest independent film festival in the U.S. Uh, more than forty-six thousand in attendance in twenty sixteen. Uh, it's held in January in uh, Park City, Salt Lake City. Um, uh, the Sundance Resort acts as a showcase for new uh, for new work um, from American and international independent filmmakers. So that's how this got its big start. The festival consists of competitive sections for American and international dramatic and documentary films, both feature films and short films, and a group of out of uh, of out of competition sections, including Next, New Frontier, Spotlight, Midnight Premieres, and Documentary Premieres, etc., etc. Now, when I was looking through, I, you know, when I was looking up information for Sundance, I, I thought it was very interesting because there was one guy that was actually like saying, like, like basically people were like, "Hey, man, don't even watch the movie, man. It's it's pedo bait." Yeah. Uh, and this guy was like, "You know, I'm gonna watch it anyway because I don't I don't believe ran you know I believe the Sundance guys more than I believe the random fuckheads on Twitter um, that the movie's good, which is FBI, fair. Open it up. You know, random fuckheads on Twitter. Yeah, I know. Right? Random fuckheads on Twitter are random fuckheads on Twitter. So, you know, fair. Okay. You believe Sundance is better for this kind of thing. Uh, interesting note. Um, one of the co-founders, or one of the head guys, uh, that uh, that was running Sundance. Um, now, bear in mind, this all happened before this re the recent Sundance Film Festival showing cuties. Um, but it's more to show the type of people that Sundance allows. 
there's a guy named Sterling Van uh, Wagenen. Mm. Um, on January 4th, of uh, and I'm just going to mention a few things here. Um, on January 4th, 2019, the Truth and Transparency Foundation, a nonprofit group formerly known as Mormon Leaks, posted audio in which Sterling Van uh, Wagenen uh, holds a conversation with a man identified by the alias of, uh, of David. Um, in, uh, in the recording, Van Wagenen confesses to molesting the 13-year-old David in 1993 during a sleepover. What the fuck? Um, at the time, uh, at the time, Van Wagenen confessed the incident uh, to his stake president and a detective. According to a police report, no charges were filed in the case because the victim's parents declined to pursue them. Um, Vag- uh, Van Wagenen was disfellowshipped for two years by the LDS Church. Now, not to make statements about any religious ideologies or or dis- or you know foundations or whatever, because that's a whole new uh, can worms. of worms. Yeah. Um, that being said, I can understand why they why the parents would not want to pursue him, um, given that he is connected with the L, uh, with the LDS Church because those guys have very deep pockets and they will pay a lot of money to make sure that nothing ever gets um, gets out of gets where gets out of where it starts. Mm. Um, so take that with a grain of salt. Maybe, you know, maybe those, you know, maybe he, I don't know why he would have falsely admitted to molesting a 13-year-old, but maybe he did. Whatever. Uh, and we have another event here. On April 2nd of 2019, uh, Van Wagenen was charged with the felony aggravated sexual, uh, with felony aggravated sexual abuse in Salt Lake City, uh, where he was released on a $75,000 bond. Van Wagenen is alleged to have molested a young girl somewhere between 2013 and 2015. The Sundance Institute issued a statement saying, Recent reports in the press have made us aware of allegations of sexual abuse by Sterling Van Wagenen, who played a role in founding both the festival and the institute. He has no current connection in either entity and hasn't since uh, he left our Utah Advisory Board in 1993. Now, these statements have been uh, contested. Uh, Sundance Institute categorically uh, denounces his behavior as described in the recent reports, and we stand in uh, in solidarity with those who... Whose uh, brave truth-telling shines the light on abusive behavior. It's kind of a weird. Well, it's kind of a weird move to to believe, you know to stand in solidarity with those whose quote brave truth-telling yeah. shines light on abusive behavior when you're supporting a movie which is engaging in child exploitation, um, allegedly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's just me. Uh, and then April, and then on April thirtieth, twenty nineteen, uh, Van Wagenen pleaded guilty to one charge of aggravated sexual abuse of a child. He was jailed for six years to life on July second, twenty nineteen. Now this isn't meant to. This isn't meant to say that. Oh, you know he's a he's a pedo, um, and and therefore Sundance are pedos. This is meant to say um, that when you have an organization such as this. Um, I don't think it's out of the question that people around him are similar to him because he's got a very successful thing going. Mm-hmm. Um, and to, and, uh, and the saying is great minds tend to think alike. A lot of, well, minds in general tend to think alike. Um, and when you're in a company structure like that with a person like that, um, then I think there's an apt, uh, there's reason to believe that there's other people that are similar in ideas as him, and 
uh, and I think it's notable that Cuties got to the point that it was and won the award that it did. It's it's suspect to mm. me, but that's just my opinion. And that's basically all I have to say about about Cuties for the most part. Um, I think it sexually takes advantage of uh, of children, um, not just in the form of how it directs those young girls um, that are actors in the movie. But also in the in the, the the use of the camera work, I think pedophiles are fucking thankful to God that something like this exists. I think those pedos are gonna have a fucking field day, and they have a new favorite movie. Mm. Um, and I think Netflix is enabling this, and they know it. I think Netflix knows that it's pedo bait, uh, and they just don't care because money. people have been canceling their Netflix subscriptions, and Netflix doesn't give a fuck. Not even just yeah. money; they just seem to like the movie. They, they believe in the message. Okay, they really um, shouldn't. Which, once but... again, to reiterate, the message is, is apparently that it's bad that young girls are being sexually exploited, in which case you don't need to, sh- you don't need to fucking sexually exploit them to show that it's bad to sexually yeah. exploit them. Could have gone I don't with need a to walk plot. into... I don't need to walk into someone's house and put a gun in their mouth and blow their fucking brains on the wall to illustrate that it's bad yeah. to kill people. Yeah. Um, but yeah. That's uh, that's mostly my thoughts on cuties. Uh, the um, credit to to the various podcasts uh, and and videos and such. Um, uh, check out Dan, uh, D'Angelo Wallace's video. He explains it thoroughly. Um, or can't recommend it enough. Yep. Yep. Check out um, the best case, worst case uh, podcast. Um, specifically episode 194, I believe, a Netflix cuties crosses a, uh, a line. Uh, the, uh, check out, um, Elvis the Aliens video about it. Check out Pay Money Wubby's video about it. He's the first one that I, that I heard about, um, from, uh, that I heard from about it. Um, check out how much money you're losing a year on a Netflix subscription. <laughs> <laughs> you could cancel that bitch. Yeah. And you'd be helping. Um, you really could. You could check out, subscribe uh, to something check way out, better. Um, yeah, literally check anything out else. Mo- um, literally anything else. Check Nintendo out Moist Critical slash... For online play. I don't care. Check out Moist Critical slash Penguin Zero. Um, Charlie, mm. uh, I, li- uh, I like his quote, and I have it at the top here. Quote, if you're defending this movie, you haven't seen it. And if, you ha- uh, and if you've seen this movie and you're defending it, you may be a pedophile. And he said that not as a statement to be like, fuck you, but as a statement to be like, actually assess yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Have that conversation with yourself. Uh, Do some check out memeology. Check out memeology 101. I'm not a fan of his content, but it was relevant and important in this particular case. I'm usually not a fan. He's usually got some pretty, you know, out there views, but this particular case we agree on. Much like. I find myself agreeing with most people that I disagree with because everyone, regardless of political affiliation or anything, can agree. Hey, is maybe it's bad, bad to sexually exploit the children. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe cuties shouldn't exist, um, or at least be cut in a very different way. Uh, and uh, check out Deadwing Dork. He also made a video about it. And check out um, the Kill Stream slash the the Chill the Chill Stream Uncut channel. For interviewing the uh, the guy that I mentioned um, that defended the uh, that defended cuties and kind of exposed himself as a pedophile, it's a good watch, even if it's sickening. Mm. Um, 
But yeah, I think, uh, unlike Cuties, which is a bad a, a bad watch and is sickening. Um, but yeah, that's basically all I have to say about Cuties. Yeah, nothing else to be really mm-hmm. said, so to speak. You can wrap it up for okay, us. Okay, well, yeah, that wraps the podcast up today. That's been a, a review of Cuties. Cutie, I don't know. I can't. I just the, it distresses me that this is something that yeah. exists. And, so yeah, and I feel and I knew that I'd be talking a lot in this in this episode. Yeah. If you don't like to hear Taft's beautiful voice, I apologize very dearly. Yeah, but, but that's it is what yeah. it is. It is what it is. Yeah. Um. So I'm your ghost slash co ghost Tafreen. You can check me out on Twitch. Uh, mind you, I haven't streamed for a while. Um, at twitch.tv slash Tafreen. Uh, T-A-P-H-R-I-N-E or you can check me out on Twitter or Instagram uh, at Tafreen T-A-P-H-R-I-N-E and I have been the rant master fuzzy yep. uh, you can you can check out my stuff at uh, twitch.tv slash uh, I believe it's A-T-F-U-Z-Z-E-E I need to remember this it's either that or it's just F-U-Z-Z-E-E um, and uh, I've been your, your co-ghost slash ghost and that's yep. it for me. Later, guys. Bye. Hope you have a wonderful week slash bye week coming up. Cancel your Netflix subscription. Please.